0: What is
1: happening? We're recording. <laughs> <laughs>
0: sorry. Are you mid podcast right now? Yeah. Yes.
1: Welcome. Welcome. Zach. Friend of the podcast.
0: <laughs> Zach. You're a friend of the podcast. You're a friend of mine. <laughs> <laughs> no one can see
1: you throw a shuckers and wave at the fans on a podcast. <laughs> to another episode of the Fierce Females of History podcast. I'm Erin. I'm Talissa. And I'm Lucy. And this week, we are back again with Lucy. Lucy, Lucy, Lucy. We're going very, very
2: <laughs> far back in time. Ooh, this is a woman ooh. who we learned about, well, I learned about in ancient history. So that's a shout out to Mrs. Graham. I don't know if she listens. She <laughs> probably should listen because this is I a history it. podcast, but I haven't told my high school history teacher about it. She'd be thrilled. Yeah. You know, all of our high school history
0: teachers would be delighted. I yeah. was be very surprised. She'd be like, you barely listened. What happened? <laughs> yeah. like, well, how now did i don't did like talking, so oh. it's more interesting. Look yeah, how far you've, you've come. I know.
2: We just had to shift the hand over the mic give it to us and we'll teach the lessons. yeah although i was i was a bit of a nerd actually i loved history but yes this Shock. woman was someone Shock for us
0: <laughs> yes you're a bit of a nerd shocking i know
2: thank you for that thank you that's really nice like that makes me feel really no,
0: good I, no that's just a jealousy thing don't worry <laughs> I, wish I was classified as a nerd i was not i'm just really good at
1: reading a wikipedia page but anyway don't brag.
2: <laughs> so this week i'm i'm talking about the celtic warrior queen Boudica.
1: Ooh,
0: Celtic. I really like the name Boudica. <laughs> I knew that you were going to like really the name like Boudicca. Typical. It reminds me of Boudiculous. Boudiculous. Yeah. Yeah. Do you guys know
1: anything about Boudica? I don't know anything about Boudicca, but all I know that about Celtic is that I had a VHS of Riverdance, Lord of the Dance, <laughs> as a child, and I was obsessed with it. Obsessed. What's his name? Michael Flatley. Yeah, yeah, I was obsessed with Mike. He was like my sexual awakening at five years old. Really? Wow. Yeah. Said, really? Would it be? I've never seen Riverdance. I love it. What was it about him? Um, just because he was so good at getting so high in the air and he had no shirt on. <laughs> I'm only human. Shirtless? Why would oh, I watch Riverdance? He did shirtless Riverdance. Shirtless is Irish dancing. Okay. Yeah. Okay. We'll put it on after this. It's exceptional. Oh, I'm And sorry. that's why I love tap as well. That's very why rousing why music. Very like Yeah. It's a bit... Se- it's very sexy as well. Anyways, this tangent has gone.
2: <laughs> All right. Um, we'll leave our Michael Flatley there for now. Um, yeah, so Boudica, also known as Boadicea, Boadicea, Budug. Um, yeah, Budu- she had a, a million different names. Was a Celtic queen who led one of the most successful revolts against the Romans um, in 61 AD. So just the year... 61. I love when we do that. It was like just yep. 61. Just 61. There's no, there's no um, centuries it. or millennia attached. It's just 61. The OG 61. Yep. Yeah. Yep. The original oh, the, 60s. And the best. The,
0: yeah.
2: A wild the 60s, time. yeah. A great time for female liberation. The hair was so high. Yeah. yeah, so she was born in 30 AD and she's described as being tall and fearsome. So most depictions have her with long red hair. It's very... Merida um, this yes. Roman historian Cassius Dio describes her as in stature she was very tall in appearance most terrifying in the glance of her eye most fierce fierce females of history <laughs> and her voice was harsh a great mass of the tawniest hair fell to her hips so that's that's what she looks like painting a picture amazing now, yeah uh, Boudicca was married to a man called Prasutagus. he was the king of the Iceni tribe now this was in the East Anglia Norfolk area um, for all of our listeners who aren't from England, there's just kind of like an eastern chunk of England that's a bit northern to London, right on the corner.
0: Yeah, uh, that was a great geographical description. <laughs> just a chunk of England. My eyes glazed over completely. I was like, I oh, where but- is this place? So Celtic is England as well. I don't know anything yeah, Celtic about Celt- Celtic. Celtic is that really. whole... What's Celtic? Celiac. What? <laughs> Celtic is a basketball team okay. in America. I think it's the Celtics, but anyway, Boston Celtics. It might be Celtics. It's Celtics. <laughs> Celts is just England. England. Okay.
1: Yeah,
2: more or less. Um, it's yeah that Anglo-Saxon vibe, you know. Which is um, interesting
1: because Celtic is always associated with Irish. That's why. I,
0: that's why I was confused. It's all of them.
1: They all went everywhere of and them and nowhere. And everywhere <laughs> at
0: the same time. Wow. I'm gonna get a tattoo of that
1: with a little uh, four-leaf clover. <laughs> they
0: were everywhere. They were. And they were not in Ireland. They were everywhere. In... At hey, the same fun
1: fact erin means island okay moving on it does <laughs> back to boudicca yeah boudicca
2: so she was married to a guy called prasatugas and he was the king of the iceni tribe now prasatugas had a deal with the romans because the romans invaded britain in 55 and they um conquered southern britain in 43 55 bc and they conquered southern britain in 43 i was thinking how did they go back in time because wait,
0: wait bc <laughs> goes up yeah. That's far further back. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. Ah, the yep. 60s. <laughs> look at, our, look at our, our knowledge
2: of history. So the Romans conquered Southern Britain in the year 43 and they forced most tribes to submit. They weren't very nice about it. But Prasutagus had a pretty decent deal where they let him be a client king so he still had control over his region and they kind of left him alone more or less. Like a regional manager. Yeah, <laughs> just like that. But then he died and he thought, before he died, I was like, I know what I'm going to do. I'm going to split my will between my two daughters and Rome because that way he was like, this being diplomatic, blah, 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 blah. Um, we don't really know much about <laughs> legacy, legacy is thinking. Um, but <laughs> Rome wasn't so keen on that. They were like... You can't have a woman who's leading and also we kind of just want, we want of your land. So the thing with this story is that there's two main historians that we know about this from. There's Tacitus who was probably about five years old when this was going on and then there's Cassius Dio who was writing about 100 years after the fact. And there's a few different stories. Some of it is that he split his inheritance and the Romans came and annexed everything. And then the other claim is that... The Romans had lent the Iceni people a bunch of money. I think it was around like 60 million US that apparently the the locals didn't even want, but they lent it to them and then they said, we want it back. Either way, they found an excuse to take over and brutalise the people. So they came, Boudicca was pissed off. They didn't like that. They flogged her and they raped her daughters. Yeah, and um, she was... She was Boudicca. She wasn't going to stand for it. She said, nothing is safe from Roman pride and arrogance. They will deface the sacred and will deflower our virgins. Win the battle or perish. That is what I, a woman,
1: will do. Them are fighting words.
2: Yeah, they're fighting words. And the thing is that she was so angry, she united the Iceni people. And then she also convinced their southern neighbors, the Trinavanti people, to rebel against the Roman Empire. Now, the thing is that among the Celtic people... Female leaders were a thing. There was a Roman soldier and historian, Ammianus Marcellinus, who said... That is a great name. (laughs) Well done, Lucy. Thank you. Yeah. A whole troop of foreigners would not be able to withstand a single Celt if he called his wife to his assistance. So... They were fierce, so Way out. like the definition mm. of fierce. Women could be leaders. They could be priestesses, druids. They could be educated. They could also divorce, remarry. They had sexual agency. They were, yes. yeah, like they were fairly with it. They were also terrifying warriors, and they would fight along with the men, wearing body paint and fierce expressions, and often little else. Yes, yeah. The Celts had a guerrilla style of fighting, and they they used like a fair bit of shock factor to terrify, you know, the really well trained. Romans and they also use these whip fast chariots to ride into battle. Now what's happened is she's gone all right this is we're not going to stand for this and luckily at the time Suetonius Paulinus was the governor and the general in the in the region but he was over in Wales trying to take over the island of Mona which was where there were a lot of rebels and druids and he's busy over there, mm-hmm. and they've thought, well, this guy's away. The cats will play. Yeah. So Boudica convinces everyone to revolt. So Tacitus was, you know, you know, the historian that I said he um said that the army drew inspiration from previous armies that had driven the Romans out of Germany and Britain. And Cassius Dio, who was writing about 100 years after the fact, said that Boudica released a hair from the folds of her dress and then just looked where it ran, and was like, "That's the way I'm going to go." And invoked Andraste, who was the British. Goddess of Victory. Ooh. As you do. Who and needs, needs a compass. Either the hair leads her to Camilla Dunham, or it's one of the three major Roman centers of power in Britannia. Who knows? Who knows? Her, <laughs> military strategy. Yeah, but oranges that's where she, and apples. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's where she set her sights first. Now Camilla Dunham was a former Trinovantian capital. So it was a bit of a sore spot. Remember, they've united with the Trinovantes. Um, the Romans had abused the locals. They'd forced them to build a temple to former Roman emperor Claudius, which also pissed them off. This is built because the current emperor Nero, who at the time was like a teenager, was trying to make the emperors into gods. And he was like, great idea. Let's get the locals to build a temple to the former emperor because that'll make everyone love us. Of course. Yeah, yeah it makes sense. Now Boudicca and her gang went to Cumler Dunham, which is a modern day Colchester. Modern Colchester is in southeast England. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. a place. Yeah. yeah. And while the Romans sent for help, only 200 soldiers were sent back. So Boudicca's force just destroyed them. They absolutely destroyed the city. The last defenders put up a fight in the temple for two days. Some accounts say that the, the Boudicca's forces sacked the temple. Others say that they just got sick of waiting and burnt it to the ground with everyone Ooh. inside it. Drama. They were brutal. Our archaeologists say that you can they can see from just I guess like the ruins that the city was methodically destroyed like wow. it was it was it, there was nothing left like they destroyed it and the Celts were really really angry the, a bronze statue to the emperor was decapitated and another attempt to recapture Camulodunum was pushed back completely with future governor Quintus Petilius Serialis barely escaping with his life everyone was killed he escaped with a few cavalry
0: but it was it was a really solid shellacking I don't know what the difference is between the two things that you just said. Oh,
2: an infantryman is someone on their legs and cavalry on horses. Mm, mm-hmm. Like a
0: centaur. Like a what? The ones with the horse legs and the f- human body. A centaur. Oh, a centaur. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to stop. You're kidding. either a horseman, a man or a horse. No, that's no, the only no, way, no. way Now we're getting
2: into uh, mythology. Um, I don't know when the centaurs <laughs>
1: became extinct, but it was a sad day for us all. No, I think the centaur cal- calvary <laughs> had its own name, Talisa. I'm sorry to, to break said it to a
0: you.
1: Centaur. But <laughs> I love that this is your version of
0: history, where the centaurs are just running when around. The dragons come in. <laughs> yeah. So the, the only history I really like have absorbed is like Game of Thrones, which is not a really obviously extra. accurate. There
2: aren't even any centaurs in Game of Thrones. <laughs> like Harry
0: Potter had them. Yeah, for yeah, friends. <laughs>
2: Friends, mm-hmm. the conflicted centaur. Mm-hmm. So they're still out there
0: somewhere. Mm. <laughs> centaur, if you're listening, please, <laughs> please send and us an send email. female. To... if I said it correctly the first time, centaur, because I just think that you'll appreciate it. <laughs> few centaurs of history. Yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Centaurs notwithstanding, (laughs) Tacitus said the victorious enemy met Petilius Serialis, commander of the 9th Legion, as he was coming to the rescue, routed his troops and destroyed all his infantry. Serialis escaped with some cavalry into the camp and was saved by its fortifications. Everyone in the city, women, men, children... Slaughtered. Yeah. Now, remember Governor Suetonius, the guy who was over in Wales, like yeah. trying to, yeah. totally try to like try to kill all the off. druids and the yeah. yeah. He's like he's he's gone awol a little bit. Um, he hears this terrifying news and he's like, eh, I got to get back.
1: Um,
0: <laughs> <laughs>
2: I left the iron on. I got to go. <laughs> yeah, he's like, oh, oh, that's not good. Um, races back along what's no, now
1: known as Watling Street. Which would have taken what, like two months, three months?
2: <laughs> they moved pretty quickly.
1: The, well, they had their yeah. <laughs> the
2: Romans were fairly fast travellers, um, because they were good at building roads, of course, um, and so they went along Watling Street, and this yeah. was a huge road going through England, more or less. Wow. Is it still there? Okay, so Watling Street was an ancient trackway that the Britons first used, and just kind of goes all the way across the country. Like it, it's freaking huge. The Romans later paved that route, and um, it's a major artery through the through the country. So, um, Suetonius races back. He's he is putting the um, pedal to the metal. Is that is that the word? <laughs> yes. He's um he's, he's he's racing. He's thundering home. He's put his skates on he's in a real big hurry now he gets to londinium first three points for whoever can guess what londinium is london, london. well done you guys Yay. 10 points
0: for, Gryffindor. for both of you
2: <laughs> <laughs> now londinium at the time was a trading town and he gets there and he looks around and this is how tacitus describes it Uncertain whether he should choose it as a seat of war, as he looked round on his scanty force of soldiers and remembered with what a serious warning the rashness of Petilius had been punished, he resolved to save the province at the cost of a single town. Nor did the tears and weeping of the people as they implored his aid deter him from giving the signal of departure and receiving into his army all who would go with him. Those who were chained to, to the spot by the weakness of their sex, or the infirmity of age, or the attractions of the place, were cut off by the, the enemy. Of their sex, fuck off. So Suetonius has, he's got into Londinium, he's looked around, and he has just yeeted himself and his army <laughs> out of there. Literally got there, went nah. He's
1: like, I'm like, out.
2: You guys are on your own. I'm sorry. I'm yeah. sorry. Like
1: I'm gonna save the province.
2: Long sorry, story short. short. Yep. Yeah. Stay so up. yeah, so he's he's gone. He said, "Good luck, guys." Um, now, obviously, some could follow, but women, weaker people, the elderly, and the children were likely, you know, they had to stay. Left in dust. Yeah. So, so Janius has just gone. It's pretty bad luck, guys. Sorry. It's almost like he went to Hawaii. Um, <gasps> <gasps> oh my God,
1: Lucy! <laughs> Did you get it? Yeah, I know. But that's really intense <laughs> I'm just surprised. <laughs>
2: Scomo. Scomo. Came home for the Sharkies The though, modern day Setonius. Yeah. Um, some historians say that a lack of coins and riches found there suggests that a lot of people escaped or that a lot of wealthy people escaped and took their money Classic. with them. But it's still assumed that there was a, a huge slaughter. Um, archaeologists say that there's a clearly defined layer of thick red ash showing just how complete and devastating the sacking of Londinium was. Again, no one survived. Tacitus said that the Celts weren't interested in selling prisoners, only in killing them. Cassius Dio gives, I'm telling you, it's pretty gory. Like I read it and I was like, ugh. He's writing 100 years after the fact. So I'm going to say that he let his imagination run away with him a little bit. He was having a hard day. Yeah. Mm. So this is what he said. He said that the noblest women were um, impaled, and, oh, I hate this, had their breasts cut off and sewn to their mouths. Freaking horrific. Is it
1: what very sad f- that I'm
0: trying to picture the I'm mechanics behind but, it? I'm not too much me- breath to mouth. I don't know where the fuck they're going to sew it. <laughs> what, how, how much? like how to six mouths.
2: Yeah, I don't know. But they did that and had sacrifices and wanton behaviour in sacred places, particularly you- at the groves of Andraste. Remember, she was the Britannic goddess of victory. I've written here, yeesh. <laughs> but, <laughs> how'd you spell it gotta y- have it in a sentence please yeah, solid. yeesh 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 so by this stage apparently they've killed between 70,000 and 80,000 people Casual. So, Cassius Dio, um, writing on the topic, he said, Two cities were sacked, 80,000 of the Romans and their allies perished, and the island was lost to Rome. Moreover, all this ruin was brought upon the Romans by a woman, a fact which in itself caused them the greatest shame. Oh, controversy. <laughs> yeah. He also described Boudica as a Briton woman of the royal family and possessed of greater intelligence than often belongs to women. So, good for her. She's a smarty. <laughs> Next up is Verily or modern day St Albans that's just north of London. Now by this stage the Celts are really geed up. Reports say that they've got around 200,000 to 230,000 people among their army which is a lot of people. Mm -hmm. Um, Quite a lot of body paint. Yes. Now she's said to be quite a charismatic figure and we all love a charismatic leader. Now Suetonius is like really freaking sick of these freaking Celts. Mm -hmm. That's a quote. Um, according to <laughs> mother, mother freaking um,
1: <laughs> Celts on this mother freaking plane.
2: Yeah, Cassius Played. Dio, um, 150 AD. Mm-hmm. Also, Emperor Nero is like this close to pulling out of Britannia. He's he's like this is this is this is going downhill really fast. Maybe we should just call it a day, cut our losses, mm-hmm. let's get mm-hmm. out of here. Mm-hmm. Now, Satanius so is like no, no. I've got this under control, which is kind of it's, like, it's I'm the, kind of picturing, you know, when like your boss is like, so Lucy, how's, um, how are you going with that project? I'm like, I'm just editing it, Sarah. I'm nearly done.
1: <laughs> it hasn't started. It's like, it's like a few minutes away and you're like, ah! no, no, it's the meme of the dog with the fire. Oh. Like everything's oh, yeah. fine. Everything's fine. Or this is fine. And it's, everything's on fire.
0: Yeah. Or it's me every morning just before we record the podcast. Maybe oh, I've got it done. Don't worry, i sort just up a few little screws here and there. But pretty good, pretty good, pretty good. We can get started. You start, Lucy. I'll record after. <laughs> Lol. Yeah. Literally, what happened?
2: <laughs> so um yeah, so Suetonius is in a bit of a he's between a rock and uh, two hundred thousand Celts. He regroups his forces and critically picks his battlefield. Now, what do we know about um, the Romans and their military strategies? savage they're very clever they know how to pick their spots and they know how to make Mm. the most of a small force and they know how to maintain their resolve mm,
0: and that's savage. That's what I was going to say when she asked. They're not really. They're not
2: really given to cutting and running. That's not really. That's not a very Roman thing to do. No. Took the words right out of my mouth. <laughs> yeah. Now, um. So yeah, they're brilliant strategists. Now we don't know where the battle takes place, but we know it's somewhere along Watling Street, and we know all about Watling Street, guys. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, so Suetonius, knowing that his numbers are meager, picks a narrow defile, and I had to look up what a defile is. That's a gorge. Now, the Celts show up and apparently both sides had awesome speeches. And I mean, like, I keep coming back to the fact, I'm like, how do these historians know what was said? Tacitus, like his father-in-law was a general. So we think that there's a fair chance that he was fairly accurate around what Suetonius said. But I still don't know how the historians knew what Boudicca was saying to
0: her people. But It could never be completely accurate, really. Isn't that the thing of like, you don't remember what someone said. you remember how they made you feel?
2: Oh, nice. well, she
0: empowered a lot of people. That's what I'm saying. She made
2: them feel fierce and strong. Like mm-hmm. they could take on the world. Exactly.
0: So that's what they've got away with. So will anyway. be like, I think he would have said something. more, something it, like something this? more She this. pointed at me directly. And yeah. she said to She Lisa, made eye contact. She made me feel sane. She made me feel heard. Like the yeah. time I watched Beyonce in concert, she made yeah. eye contact. I was like, oh God,
2: <laughs> it's happening. Beyonce, Boudicca, one named women powerhouses Mm -hmm. so um Tacitus says that this is what Boudicca said but now it is not as woman descended from noble ancestry but as one of the people that I am avenging lost freedom my scourged body the outraged chastity of my daughters Roman lust has gone so far that not our very persons nor even age or virginity are left unpolluted But heaven is on the side of a righteous vengeance, a legion which dared to fight has perished. The rest are hiding themselves in their camp or are thinking anxiously of flight. They will not sustain even the din and the shout of so many thousands, much less our charge and our blows. If you weigh well the strength of the armies and the causes of the war, you will see that in this battle you must conquer or die. This is woman's resolve. As for men, they may live and be slaves.
0: Or something like that, she said. Yeah, It's a long quote. I thought it was like, yeah, guys, let's do it. <laughs> let's that, kill them. Let's remember. kill the Romans. Can I just clarify? So the people who cut the boobs off and sew them to mouths were the Celtics. <laughs> no, the Celts. Celtics. Yeah. Celts. Celtics. Celts. Uh, but they're talking about how disgusting it was that their daughters were raped, which is obviously disgusting but then in, in turn they then cut the boobies off 70,000 people. They were brutal people and then sewed them to their mouths. They were really angry. They'd been they'd
2: had their lands taken. They had had they had been forced to work for these guys. They were I'm not I'm, saying not, it's I'm not, bad, not saying it's two a wrongs good thing do to not do. Make right. It's not an excuse but it's a reason. Okay?
1: It's also okay. history and the 60s were crazy.
2: <laughs> also this that was that was from Cassius Dio. Remember he was the guy who was writing 100 years after the fact. So I think we can take that with a fair grain of salt, although I do believe they were pretty brutal.
1: Okay. It's a very interesting point to make when we do talk about history and we talk about how women do these wonderful things and then obviously there's some things that are done that contradict what they do mm. and it has a lot to do with the time and it has yep. a lot to do with society and yeah. it's like...
0: Uh, and it's hard to know how to celebrate them without yeah diminishing the terrible things that they also did
2: the only thing i would add is that it serves the romans interests to paint the celts as savages totally. Yes. totally so there's i i do think that they were brutal i think that they were hard people like this is written by a guy 100 years after the fact about a group of people who sacked two cities yeah by a woman and by a group of people that they wanted to conquer. The reason that conquering people conquer is because they believe they're more civilised. So that's just that's just part of that as well.
0: Yeah, and I suppose it's one of those things of like who's written the history book that we're reading. Yeah. Because it's going to twist it to whatever Always. they want
2: to say. So that's what... Boudicca said and Suetonius is much more brief he said ignore the racket made by these savages there are more women than men in their ranks they are not soldiers they're not even properly equipped we've been in them before and when they see our weapons and feel our spirit they'll crack stick together throw the javelins then push forward knock them down with your shields and finish them off with your swords forget about plunder just win and you'll have everything battle of the bastards yeah a little bit so one thing to note about this battle is that by this stage, Boudicca's army has swelled so much and the warriors have apparently brought along their families to show off. They were so certain of their victory like 230,000 against like a pretty small force. The families are all hanging out the back Behind the army, along with their wagon carts, supply chains, and centaurs. animals. <laughs> and centaurs, yeah. Yeah, the centaurs are waiting in the wings. <laughs> so the Celts begin by throwing javelins that don't really do much against the smaller Roman force because the Romans are like doing the little They got their sheet. Turtle things. You know, they've huddled together and it's just not very effective. So the Celts then rush in hoping to overwhelm the significantly smaller Roman force. Now remember that they're in a narrow defile and the celts in their flimsy armor potentially no armor well they apparently the celts um invented chainmail. fun fact we're just skewed upon the roman s- swords hang on wait don't just
1: gloss over that they invented chainmail. apparently yeah how what in the middle of the battle no <laughs> well, i have an idea <laughs> i have a plan like pass
0: this on if in 12 days you're <laughs> No. Oh, um you're thinking of chain mail as in the emails that you're like, pass this on or you'll be killed in 14 nights. Uh, chainmail is also what like knights and stuff wore, that meshy kind of metal stuff. Oh, oh and my this God. is definitely being kept in. I didn't know that's what it was called. I knew straight away. I thought was mesh. My first thought thinks chainmail is as in there is a girl under your bed if you don't apply in 14 days she'll kill you but my second reaction was remember we went to that winery and they had chain mail yeah. lucy goes oh chain mail and i was like yes and i remembered and that's how but i, I didn't knew. know that's what it was called
1: wow
2: clearly really, really shows how many
1: geeky books you guys
0: have read <laughs>
1: not None. geeky just knowing things that that's really dumb. no
0: i didn't know that you know until literally when we went to the hunter valley like two three weeks ago i didn't know i fully featured them I know. That's why in the, I mean, the middle of, of mm-hmm. battle, <laughs> What like a vision. Just Whispers? like drafting <laughs> <Yeah>. an
2: email,
1: <laughs> not I, actual email, Lucy. I'm not that stupid. No, no. I, have I,
0: so I had a vision one day.
1: Someone to, like will... you
2: know, send the tablet along to the next yes. Um, province. Yes. yes, kind of like. And okay, if you yes, don't, like if you don't Whispers. send the, tr- yeah, wow. Um, I'm happy
1: we could do this. <laughs>
2: Anyways, Um, yeah, so apparently the Celts invented chainmail, but um, it's not really sure whether they were wearing it at the time. Okay, so the Celts rush in, hoping to overwhelm the smaller force with their huge size, but the Celts are skewered. And the force of the army works against them because it just meant that they were very easy to kill. There were just like so many. The, the Romans were just going doink, 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 to battle them forward. Yep. So he rotated the front line, which meant that the soldiers would spend some time at the front skewering the Celts. Then they'll go to the backs, so that they were always rested. The shape of the land meant that a smaller number of Romans could hold off more Celts. Like the Celts couldn't use their numbers because the front of the battle was so small. So ah, there's just, there's yes, just it's like it's, a, a pile of people that are just piling off yeah, on each other. Mm-hmm. Then Suetonius said that the, the Romans needed to go into a V formation, and now the Romans were known for this, and they speared through the army. Fun fact: this move is so it's it's so effective that actually police use it now, riot squads use it to um, stop riots, and it was originally permitted in a lot of full contact team sports, but now um, the V formation, also known as the flying wedge, is banned in rugby union, rugby league, and American football. Dangerous. Yikes. Anyway, so the Romans used it. And it was effective. Um, they they just speared through the army and they won. They killed so many people because the the Celts couldn't escape. Because remember they had the supply chain at the back and the mm-hmm. women and the and the and the donkeys and the wagons and that sort of thing. And so it was just it was a, a massacre. Now here the reports differ. Some say that Boudica and her daughters died of their wounds. On the battlefield. Others say that they took poison. Now, this is historically the – it's more of – it's like the women's way of ending their
0: life. But in different cultures.
2: Yeah. Well, I mean, like Cleopatra did it. It's sort of – you know how they say, like, a woman's weapon is poison? Yeah, I do know that. Like, it's connected to femininity, I guess. Yeah, which
1: sucks because why can't a woman go down fucking slaying?
2: Which is what I
0: think she would have done. Yeah.
2: Yeah. But in saying that, she might have escaped. It was likely that or – torture and humiliation by the romans so mm, okay, there's fair. a chance that poison looked like a good alternative cassie steo a hundred years later says that she fell ill and died and was given a lavish burial suetonius was demoted because nero was like like please stop pissing off the logos. that was really <laughs> freaking close call we were this close to pulling out like oh we need someone with a cooler head and so he's replaced fair fair, fair. yeah
0: was a good call yeah
2: <laughs> Now, what happened to Boudica? Who actually was she? Her name does mean victorious. So some people think that Boudicca wasn't even her real name and could have been more of a title or something that was bestowed wow. on her after the fact. Her and she...
1: Like Stacey or something.
2: <laughs> Jess. Jessica. Rebecca. Jessica. Yeah, Felicity. She came to be a symbol of power and British female strength for Queen's Victoria and Elizabeth. Now, Boudicca is the only person who has destroyed London and then had a statue raised in her honour Wow! um, a good 1,800 years later. Her statue is on the Westminster Bridge and it shows her and her daughters on a chariot, which is how they rode into battle. Um, It was overseen to underline Queen Victoria's power because both Boudicca and Victoria mean victory. But where does she lay now? No one knows. I googled it and there's at least seven places where apparently Boudicca lays some even think that she was buried between the platforms nine and ten at king's cross station nine and three quarters the internet is
1: a fucking <laughs> crazy place
2: yeah well apparently so that's like that's a genuine Fake spot news. that they think but jk that said that that wasn't that wasn't intentional um, and see, others
0: that is way too that's too weird. that's too mental she she takes a lot of stuff from a lot of places i'm just gonna put that out there also may i just add fuck jk rowling she's the worst <laughs> yeah Trans women, are women. I'm so sorry to bring up Harry Potter. I wish I'd never done it.
2: It's fine. I was going to bring it up. Um, now others say that she was cremated because she was a druid. And her story like so she she did this she nearly she nearly toppled the most powerful mm. empire yeah. ever, more or less but she wasn't really celebrated until the Renaissance when people began remembering great British leaders and a bunch of plays and poems began to start coming out. This was largely because Queen Elizabeth at the time was facing down the Spanish Armada. So it was another, you know, like British people are great sort of thing. Then in 2001, archaeologists found a burial site of a Celtic female warrior who was laid to rest with a great amount of respect at her feet. There were a mirror, a brooch, blue glass beads, and there was a chariot as well decorated with red coral. Um, two other soldiers were buried with this woman and her chariot these are known as the wet weighing graves and for a long time people thought that's Boudica that we found yeah but carbon dating put this woman's death at around 200 to 155 bc so that's a long time before her time however some are now saying carbon dating can be wrong either way the fact that this female warrior was buried with such respect suggests that she was a queen and um Facial rec- reconstruction actually showed that she would have been disfigured, which um, fits in with Cassius Dio's description of Boudica as terrifying. Mm. Either way, it showed that women occupied positions of great power in this era and that they were warriors who fought and died. Boudica today is remembered as a symbol of rebellion against oppression and the
1: fight for freedom. Amazing. tuning in for another very, very dramatic and busy episode of uh, Fierce Females of History. Yeah, it's a good one. Thanks, Liz. <laughs> You're welcome. As always, you can find us on Instagram at Fierce
0: Females Podcast and the same for Facebook. And you can hit us up by email as well, which is History at gmail.com. Or if you ever find yourself stuck in a
2: horrific battle, think about opportunities for growth think about opportunities to transform the way humans communicate with each other think about how you can send one message to someone else and they can send it to someone else and they can send it to someone else so chain mail chain mail
1: awesome can't wait
2: and maybe maybe like two thousand years later we will receive we'll get it. the chain mail <laughs> okay goodbye